What is success? Each day we strive to accomplish something, and that day can turn out to be a success or a failure, depending on how we define it. We all have various definitions of success, and today we're going to talk about how we define success and the role that our definition of success plays in our everyday lives. podcast with Andrew McIntyre. Andrew is the co-founder and president of leadership development and team building for Upward Focus. His goal is to equip and empower each individual for success in business and in life. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Heart of Leadership Podcast. My name is Andrew, and today is all about success. If you're a new listener or if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast as we'll be releasing a new episode each Monday designed to take you on this journey of becoming the best version of yourself. And a lot of that journey of becoming the best version of yourself is to understand how we define success. It's so important, and it actually affects our everyday life. And so I ask you, What is success? What does success look like to you? For each of us, success means something different, but I want you to just take a couple of minutes here. Just as I'm going through this little introduction of success, take some time to to ask yourself, what does success look like to me? What do I do in my life each day that I either define as being a success or being a failure? The late John Wooden who coached the UCLA Bruins men's basketball team to 10 national titles in 12 years, defines success as a peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing that you made the best effort to do your best to become the best that you were capable of becoming. Now, there's a lot of best in becoming in that definition, but what he's saying is that his definition of success, someone that won 10 national titles in 12 years, define success as that self-satisfaction knowing that you did the best that you could to become the best that you could be. I think that goes really well with the type of podcast and the type of business that we want to be. And that's to become the best version of ourselves, is to do our best with where we're at and to strive to get better and better and to help others to get better and better. And we're all becoming this better version, this best version of ourselves, because we're working hard towards that. But unfortunately, that's not how I've always felt about success. Actually, I used to always have this misconstrued idea of success. And I'm not saying that every person's idea of success was wrong. But for me, my opinion of success was wrong and unhealthy. As a child, I grew up just trying to do the best that I could. I was proud of myself for trying really hard and I put in a lot of effort to be successful in everything that I did, whether that was school, sports, whatever that might be. I was even okay if I made a few mistakes, but when I was 12 years old, that all changed. I remember it so distinctly, receiving my report card in grade seven and being so excited to tell my dad about how well I did in music. At that time, My dad had previously been the bandmaster at our old church, 
and my family was so gifted musically, especially my two older brothers. And I played the trumpet, and I really enjoyed it. I loved playing the trumpet. And I remember coming home, being so excited to tell my dad that I got 97% in music. I was thinking, wow, it was my highest mark ever at school at that time, and I was overjoyed. It was my first year at a new school, and I was making that transition, and I was so happy that I did so well in music, something that I loved and something that ran in my family. I was so overjoyed, but unfortunately, my father was not. And as I handed him the report card, he looked back at me with with such disgust on his face. He threw the report card to the ground. What happened to the other 3%, he said, scoffingly as I stood there in shock and utter disappointment. He then continued to storm out of the room. And honestly, I think that's the day that it all changed for me. That's the day that really affected how I would view success. I was no longer okay with making mistakes. I developed a perfectionist mindset of success. Success to me was being perfect and everything below that had to be considered a failure. Even throughout my late teen years and early 20s when my father was no longer in the picture, I could still envision him throwing that report card back at me whenever I didn't get perfect on something. Success turned into striving for perfection and striving to prove him wrong. It wasn't right. It wasn't healthy. It wasn't an accurate definition of what success was supposed to be. But it was a definition of success that I was influenced with at a very young age. It wasn't a matter of always striving to do my best anymore. It was striving to meet my father's approval, even though he wasn't even around me anymore. And that striving for approval carried on to other things. And that striving for perfection made me view my life as a failure if I wasn't at a certain point that other people expected me to be at. Whether that was relationally, vocationally, financially, whatever it was, people had this idea of where I should be at a certain point. And if I didn't meet that expectation, I felt like it was my father throwing that report card back at me saying, what happened to that other 3%? What happened to all that money that you should have in your account right now? What happened to all those accomplishments and awards that you should have? What happened to that wife and those kids that you should have and that family that you should be starting right now? See, people define success for me. And it led me down a path of not knowing what success actually looks like. And I'm sure many of you can relate to this story. Maybe not all the details, but I'm sure at some point, someone or many people have reacted a certain way to something that you've done or something that you've accomplished. And that has now shaped the way that you view success. And while I can confidently say today that I'm not always a perfectionist now anymore when it comes to defining my success, I am still very much affected and influenced by it. I have to keep reminding myself to do the best that I can with where I'm at. I need to keep reminding myself to redefine what success looks like to me. And so earlier, I asked you to think about what is success to you? Did you come up with an answer? Maybe after hearing what I said, has your answer changed at all? And I'm not trying to lead you in one direction or another of what is success because for each person, success is different and that's okay that it's different. But I ask you, what is success to you? And have you been letting other people define what success looks like 
for some people, success is making it big. It's fame. It's popularity. It's making a lot of money. It's retiring early. To some, that's success. Others, they want to make an impact in the world. They want to leave their mark. They want to leave that legacy, help others in need, give back to their community. For others, success is living by their values and their faith and fulfilling that purpose for their life. What is success and how are you defining success? Especially during this difficult time we're living in, we've talked about it on earlier podcasts, but like we said, this is the time like no other. And we have to be easier on ourselves, but also look at what can we learn from this and what can we do to get better? But during this difficult time of self-isolation, how do you define success during this time? Whether it's your work, your schooling, or just your everyday life. Each day you're going to define the day as success or a failure. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be lying there in bed before you go to sleep and, and you're actually saying, oh, was today a success or was it a failure? But your mind and your brain is actually deciding that for you. And it weighs on you. If you come away that day and think that it was a failure, it's going to weigh on you and it's going to add up and add up and make you feel worse and worse about yourself. But then there's an opposite side of it where if you can kind of believe and say that, you know what, based on my current circumstances, I did the best that I could with where I'm at. It's not an easy time right now, but I'm doing the best that I can. And one thing that I hope that you can understand is I'm not trying to set the bar too low. When I ask you what is success, I'm not trying to say to lower your standards and expectations to the point where you don't even have to try to be successful. But what I'm saying is that you control what success looks like to you. And I'll say that again. You control what success looks like to you. Even in a situation where someone is grading you, judging you, evaluating you, or whatever it may be, you control what success looks like. One of the TV shows that I like to watch is America's Got Talent. One of the things that I enjoy about the show is seeing people step into their dreams and taste that success. But what does success look like for them? And we don't really know. Perhaps it's different than what we would consider to be successful. Some of us who watch that show would say the only way it's a success is that you won the show. Others would say it's a success if you make the final two or you make the top 10. And some would even say, you know what? It's a success just to even come on the show and show everyone your talent and to get on that stage and face that fear. It's all about how you define success. It doesn't mean that you're something less or something more based on how you define success. But you'd be surprised how your definition of success actually affects your everyday life and how you view yourself and how you let others view you. Earlier, I shared with you that story of how my father ruined my idea of what success looked like. But I want to share with you kind of an encouraging story that happened about four years ago that kind of changed the way that I view success. And so I mentioned that I went to British Columbia for school and I was in a team building class and one of the things that we had to do was go to a high ropes course where we worked with a partner and we had to complete different tasks. And so I was actually very fortunate that I got partnered up with my best friend and my roommate at that time. 
and the two of us went to accomplish something. And there were different activities scattered around the high ropes course, but the one that we got into first was you had to climb this tall wooden platform and it was like you're climbing this wooden ladder to get to this little platform at the top. And it's probably about, I'd say, maybe 30, 40 feet up in the air. And this platform is shaking. Like, it's it's not stable at all. It's, it's shaking back and forth. When you're trying to climb up there, you're wobbling a little bit. Only to see what the platform looks like at the top is just enough to fit two people standing side by side comfortably. And that's about it. There's no more space. And so I remember that my, my friend went up there first and I was terrified. At that time, I wasn't as adventurous. I didn't love a lot of heights and I really hated ladders. And so this was kind of a whirlwind for me to try this. But I tried it and having him up there, I had confidence knowing that he was going to be there for me. And so first of all, we were harnessed in with the harness and the rest of the team was on the ground holding on to our rope pulling tightly that every time that we were going up they were giving us that slack but they were also holding on that if we were ever to fall they would catch us so we did have that protection there but as I'm climbing that ladder and that wobbly ladder oh man I can still remember it it was it was scary but as I'm climbing that ladder I I get up there and I look up to the top and I'm like oh my goodness there is there's absolutely no room for me to even stand here. I'm like, how am I going to do this? How am I even going to get up here without pushing my friend off? And so what he did was he actually got down on one knee, reached his hand out for me, and he yanked me up and helped me get up there. And as he supported me to get up there with my two feet, he was then able to get up and lift his other knee off the ground. And the two of us stood there side by side on this tiny little platform about 30, 40 feet up in the air, and it's shaking kind of a little bit back and forth. And the whole goal of this task was to climb that platform together, stand there. And then as you look out from the platform, I'd say about five feet away in the air is this metal bar, kind of like a trapeze act would use. And you're looking there and you're thinking, okay, like we got to jump off this platform to catch this bar. If we catch it, well, the two of us are going swinging back and forth on that bar. If we don't, we're falling, and hopefully the people on the ground will hold us up with all that rope that they're holding on to right now. And then they kind of lower you down. And so we're thinking, okay, like how are we going to go about this? What are we going to do? Both of us being a bit of a smaller guys, it was hard for us because we don't have the longest reach. We didn't have that height advantage that other people had. But we stood there, we went over our game plan, we kind of tiptoed to the edge of that platform and on the count of three the two of us went together and we went one two three and we jumped and our fingertips just hit the bar we just missed and at that moment we started falling but the people on the ground pulled that rope and kept us up there and we were just dangling up there and we came down disappointed and we're thinking oh man like we didn't do it we didn't get it like we failed at this task but then as we were kind of talking and as our teacher was kind of going over, like, what does success look like to you in this? Some people got the bar, but not many people did. A lot of people failed that day at getting that bar off that platform. But what was success to me that day? Honestly, success to me was first 
even going to the place, because some people chose not to go, even just showing up was a success because I was afraid. I was at that time I didn't love heights, I didn't love climbing. The idea of doing a high ropes course was actually pretty terrifying to me. So that was a success. You know what else was a success? Climbing that tall 30 to 40 foot wooden ladder that was shaking back and forth, making it to the top with the help of my friend. That was a success. And another thing that was a success was jumping off that platform, taking that leap of faith together with my friend, trying to accomplish that goal of grabbing onto that metal bar. That was a success. No, we didn't grab the bar and no, we weren't able to accomplish that ultimate task. But was that the actual task that we were trying to accomplish? Maybe it was just to take that leap of faith together and jump. Maybe that was what we were supposed to do. It didn't matter if we grabbed the bar or not. We had a height disadvantage and it was pretty hard for almost anyone to grab onto that bar. So maybe that was the whole point. Maybe it wasn't about grabbing that bar. Maybe it was about taking that leap of faith and redefining what does success look like to us in this regard. And so that's something that I've thought about the last couple of years is what is success? So many people could walk away from that experience and say, oh, you failed. You didn't do it. And some people listening might even think that right now. And they think, oh, no way. You failed. You didn't do it. You didn't grab onto that bar. But it's important for me to not let you or whoever else would say that to define what I view as success. To me, I achieved a lot that day and I had a lot of successful moments. And that's not to pump myself up, but that's to show myself that I control what success looks like. To me, success was a lot of different things. And so I ask you in that situation, if you were in my shoes, what would you define as success? And I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, but I'm just asking you to think about it because I think everyone's answer might look a little bit different. But what does the success look like for you in that situation at the high ropes course if you were put in that situation? What would have to be done that day for you to walk away and say that was a success? And I think that's the way that we are in our lives today. Each day we're faced with a decision to say, was that a success or was that a failure? Whether it's looking at that report card, whether it's doing something at work and accomplishing a task, maybe getting a performance review from someone. Maybe you had to give a big presentation. I look at this podcast and I ask myself a lot, what would be considered a success for this podcast? And honestly, I can say that it is a success if even one person is positively influenced and affected by what I say. If one person is encouraged and equipped and empowered to become a better version of themselves, then to me, that is a success. And it's, it's kind of nice that it actually ties into that first definition that I read earlier about the UCLA Bruins men's basketball coach, John Wooden, saying that success is that peace of mind, which is a re- direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing that you made the best effort to do your best to become the best that you are capable of becoming. And it's hard to not fall into that trap of comparison or to not listen to other people's views and definitions of success. But I've said it before, I'll say it again. You control how you define success. And you'd be surprised by how much your definition of success plays such a strong role in your everyday life. 
it plays a role on how you view yourself and the image that you carry. And it also plays a role on how you view others, whether it's your family members, your peers, celebrities or athletes from afar, whatever it may be, you are defining people's success for them in your mind. And their idea of success could be completely different than how you view success. So I think it's something to remind ourselves that not everyone sees success the same way. Just because someone's in a certain position and we look at them and say, if we were in their shoes, we would think it's a success based off of this. And if they don't do it, then it's a failure. You don't know their story and you don't know their mindset and you definitely don't know their definition of success. And as mentioned before, a lot of our definitions of success are surrounded from that fear of failure. Many of us feel the weight of not living up to other people's expectations. Maybe a teacher gave you a lower grade than you wanted when you were younger, or than you, maybe you thought you deserved to get at that point. And that defines success for you. Maybe you're on a journey to lose weight and you set out to, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, but you only lost 10. Is that a failure because you only lost 10? Or is that a success because you lost 10 pounds and that's incredible? See, you control how you define success. A lot of people looking from the outside would say, oh, wow, congratulations, you lost 10 pounds. But in your mind, if you wanted to lose 20 and not hitting 20 was a failure, then you've just defined a whole new way of looking at success through your own eyes. And you've also affected how other people are viewing success for you. Instead of being excited for you and encouraging you, now they don't know what to do because they don't want to offend you for not doing and reaching your goal. But at the same time, they're so proud of you for making a healthier step in your life. How do you define success when you're giving a big presentation? Maybe you gave a presentation, but only one person clapped for you at the end. Is that a success? I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, but to some, that's a huge failure. Some want say, I, I want the whole room to give me a standing ovation. And if they don't, it's a failure. I've worked so hard on this talk. For others, it would be incredible just to see and hear that one person clapping. It means that one person's life was changed and one person's life was influenced. And that's enough to call the presentation a success. During this time, we have lazy days. And on a lazy day, what does success look like to you? For some, it might be thinking, oh, I didn't accomplish this or I didn't do this. But sometimes success could look like just taking care of yourself and attending to your self-care needs to set yourself up for success for the rest of the week. Maybe that day that you need to have that lazy day was a day where you just need to take care of yourself the best that you could to help yourself the rest of the week. Success is overcoming fear. Success can be getting on that stage. Success can be starting that workout program. Success can be jumping from that shaky platform. Success can be starting that business. Success is learning about something new each day. Success is not giving up, even when you want to so bad. Success is doing your best. It's doing the best that you can with where you're at. And sometimes you need to adjust your own standards and expectations based on your current circumstances. Be your best friend. Success is having goals and ideas of what you want to accomplish. But if you don't know what those goals are, how can you really define what success is and what success isn't? 
Now, these are just some of the many definitions and the many ways to look at success. And like I said earlier, I don't necessarily think there's one right way or one wrong way of looking at what success is. I think to each of us, success is different. Our idea and our definition and our interpretation of success is different based on our life experiences, based on our goals and aspirations, based on influences by others. It's different, and that's okay. But on this journey of becoming the best version of ourselves, we need to know how we define success. And so my challenge to you this week is to answer that question. What is success? What does success look like to you? I encourage you to take some time to reflect on those questions and ask yourself, what do I believe I need to do to be successful? What does success look like for me? And maybe you need to take some time and even look back at earlier times in your life that you thought you failed, but in fact, there was a lot of success evident as well. There was a lot of things that actually went well, but because of your definition of what success was, you came away thinking that whole entire thing was a failure. So what is success? For each person, it means something different. My hope for you is that you're able to take control of how you define success today. You have control to define what success is. And that's one of the first steps that we have to take in order to become the best version of ourselves. It's a process, but take that time. Take that time to define what success looks like for you. You'd be surprised how much your definition of success plays a role in your everyday life. And I'd love to hear what your definition of success is. I'd love to hear what you come up with, not only just so I can know um, more about what it looks like to define success, but so I can kind of walk alongside you and support you in your own definition of success. So if you have my phone number, send me a message, text me, let me know what, what is success to you. And if you don't, you can reach me at andrew at upwardfocussolutions.com. And I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what is success to you. Well, that's it for this episode of the Heart of Leadership podcast. Once again, thank you very much for listening. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast as we'll have a new episode coming out each Monday. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.